0: Hey, Welcome back, Warrior Kids. My name is Pam Palmeter, and I am the host of the Warrior Kids podcast. I'm a Mi'kmaq professor and a mom, and I've created this podcast to help celebrate everything Indigenous and work with Warrior Kids to help make the world a better place. If that sounds like something you'd like to do, well, join us here every second Wednesday and learn some really cool things along the way. And today, I have a really special surprise for you. My warrior friend, Cindy Blackstock, is a super special person. She works with warrior kids just like you to ensure that First Nations kids can enjoy a happy life with their families and their communities and their cultures. She's from the Gixxan Nation all the way over in British Columbia, Canada. Some of you might have heard from her when she visited us in Season 1 to talk about Spirit Bear's mission for fairness for First Nation kids. If you missed it, don't worry. It's never too late to go back and listen to previous episodes. Today, Cindy's going to read a very special book to us. But first, I want to introduce her. Welcome to the Warrior Kids podcast, Cindy. Hey, it's me and Huckleberry. And in the back there is Mary the bear.
1: So I'm so excited to be here today. Meet all of your warrior kids.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, tell us about Huckleberry and Mary. Well,
1: these are bears. They are family members of our barrister, Spirit Bear. And he's actually one of the main characters in this true story we're going to be talking about. So Huckleberry here is his uncle. And he's a traditional knowledge holder. That means he knows a lot of things from the ancestors and ancestors are people who came before. So he's a a teacher. And Mary is Spirit Bear's mother. And she is a bear who really passes down all of the family knowledge and she takes good care of Spirit Bear and teaches him how to stand up uh, when he sees something that's wrong for kids and to help make a difference.
0: Well, I'm really excited that you're here again because the last time I didn't have my bears with me. No! I have some bears with me today. Although, no. you know what, Cindy? One of them is actually a Yeti. Not really a bear, is that okay?
1: Yeah, you know what? Diversity is a good thing, right? Just like in the human community, not all of us are the same, and it's the same with animals. And all the animals need one another in order to live healthy and happy lives. Oh, well, that's so great.
0: So now we have a whole bunch of bears and yetis with us to help share what we're going to share today. That's so exciting. Yeah. So what's really exciting is that Cindy's going to read a book to us today. And this book is called Spirit Bear and children make history, and it's based on a true story. I am so excited to hear this. But before we get started, I'm going to read to you a few bear facts that are really important. First of all, it says, hello friends, my name is Spirit Bear. Let me tell you about myself. I'm a member of the Carrier-Sakani Tribal Council in British Columbia. My mom is Mary the Bear, and I have three sisters arabear, cedar bear, and mamagwe bear. My name is Sasol in the carrier language. I'm a barrister. My job is to help kids like you stand up for the fair treatment of First Nations children. My favorite foods are huckleberries and cookies. I love kids and hugs. I was born on May 10th, 2007. So, Cindy, would you be able to give us a little bit of background about this story? Because I read on the first page that it's a true story.
1: Yeah, and that means it really happened. But it's just being told through the eyes of Spirit Bear. And Spirit Bear really is a real teddy bear, kind of just like Huckleberry, but he's white. And uh, he actually saw all of the hearings of this legal case to help ensure that First Nations kids get the help they need when they need it. So uh, when you see this story, this legal case, it actually happened. Um, a lot of the things that you're gonna hear, see in the stories like the cookies actually were real. Uh, Spirit Bear and I would, would bake and we'd bring them to every hearing. And the little boy named Jordan River Anderson, his story is true too. And what it really shows is how children, all children, can make a difference and really did make a difference. And we know these children made a difference to ending the unfairness for First Nations kids because Huckleberry and Mary and I saw it happen. And you know what, Pam, you saw it happen too. So you know that
0: kids can be real warrior kids too. Oh, I know. And that's just the most exciting part about this for all of the warrior kids who are listening, that warrior kids can help make the world a better place too. That's why I'm so excited to share this story. So Cindy, can we get right into the story?
1: Yeah, let's get into the story and let's see the pictures. Spirit Bear and Children made history. and it was written by me, Cindy Blackstock, and Eddie Robinson. And it was the pictures were by this amazing woman named Amanda Strong. So uh, that's really important for everyone to know because just like everything important in life, We need all kinds of people to make change happen. And so those are three of the people who are involved in the book. And you see those words on the left-hand side there, Pam? Yes, I do. Do you know there are over 50 different ways, First Nations languages? And these are all the different ways you can say spirit bear in some of the First Nations languages. So when you're done the book, you can try to learn and say spirit bear in all these different ways.
0: Oh, that's so exciting. And here on the Warrior Kids podcast, we're always celebrating all different First Nation languages.
1: Yeah, exactly. So in, in Spirit Bear's language, his name is Sus Can we say that together? Sus. Sass- Sus Yeah. So there you've learned your first word in carrier. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So this book is dedicated to Jordan, a little boy I was talking about. He's a founder of something called Jordan's Principle, which is about making sure that First Nations kids get the help they need, like help uh, with school or sometimes with healthcare, And sometimes just, you know, all our families go through tough times, don't they, Pam? And, mm-hmm. and sometimes you need a little extra support. So that kind of stuff, too. And he was from a community called Norway House Cree Nation, and that's in Manitoba. And if you go to the map, you'll see it right around the center of Manitoba. And this book is dedicated to him because he is the founder of Jordan's Principle. And it's also dedicated to all the children, First Nations and other children who stood with them to make sure that something called the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, that's a big book, but it has all kinds of ways that we can all make a difference to make sure that First Nations, Métis and Inuit children are treated fairly and their families too. Did you know that the government of Canada is supposed to look after all the children who live here equally? The problem is, it doesn't. First Nations kids get less money than other kids uh, for things they need, like health care, education, help for their families, and even basic things like clean water. So in February of 2007, two First Nations groups one called the First Nations Child and Family Caring Society, just call it the Caring Society for short. And the Assembly of First Nations went to the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal to try and change that. Now tribunal is a big word, but what it is, it's like a court where groups can go to solve a problem. People from the First Nations and the government of Canada talk to the tribunal members who are like judges, To explain their sides of the story. The government of Canada tried to stop the tribunal from hearing the case. It took six years for the hearing to start and almost two years for the hearing itself and then a year for the decision to be made. That's nine years. That's a long time, right? Think about some of you might even not have been born when this case was filed and others maybe you were but now you're in high school or something like that.
0: That's you it. could have been born at the start of that hearing and then you would be 9 years old. Yeah, that's a long time. I
1: was born on May 10th, 2007 in the Huckleberry Patches in Carrier Sekani Territory near Prince George, British Columbia. My mom, Mary the Bear, worked with the people at Carrier Sekani Family Services to help children and families be healthy and proud. Mom taught me that when I see someone being treated badly, I need to find out what's happening. And I also need to do what I can to make things better. So when my mom told me about the tribunal, I took a very long trip from Carrier Secondary Territory to a place called Ottawa, Ontario to go and watch and to stand up for First Nations kids. And I wasn't the only one. Lots of other children came too, to listen and to show they care. I believe that children can change the world because I saw it happen at the tribunal. And this is a story of how these kids, kids just like you made a difference and how bears like me and other animals
0: too, like the Yeti, helped along the way. This is my favorite part, because it means Warrior Kids can make a difference. Yeah, yeah, big
1: difference. October 2008, here I am in Canada's capital city. I learned that Ottawa is on the lands of the Algonquin First Nations peoples, and the name of the city comes from the Algonquin word "adawe," which means trade. I like Ottawa, but I miss my family. Oh, hey, look, there's my dear friend, Cindy the Sheep. Cindy lives on a farm near Kamloops, British Columbia, and she came to watch the hearings, along with some First Nations people from across Canada. But where is everybody else? I wish more people would come to help. That's your name, Cindy. Yeah, it's my name, Cindy. And there's a sheep named Cindy, too, a real sheep. That's that's so cool. So September 2009. As we sit in the hearing room, Cindy tells me that First Nations groups took the complaint to the tribunal so that First Nations children and families could get the help they need from child welfare services. These are services that help keep kids safe at home with their families and connected to their culture. Cindy also tells me about a very special boy named Jordan River Anderson from Norway House Cree Nation in Manitoba. Jordan was born on October 22nd, 1999, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, with a serious health condition. I mean, he was a bit sick when he was born. Doctors said he should stay in the hospital until he felt better. When Jordan turned two, doctors said he could go to a family home, as long as he had some medicines and helpers to keep him healthy. The care of Jordan needed cost money. And the governments of Manitoba and Canada couldn't agree on who should pay because Jordan was a First Nations child. So they argued for so long that Jordan got sick again and he passes away.
0: This is a sad part of the story, Cindy.
1: It is a sad part of the story. But, you know, when we see sad stories like this, Often it's a chance for us to be a part of making things better. And these kids did help make things better. So let's carry on with the story, see what happens. After Jordan uh, passed away, Jordan's principal is a guiding rule that says arguments about money should not stop kids from getting the help they need, like visits to doctors or extra support in school when they need it. It's what the tribunal case is all about. A few years have gone by. It's now June 2010 since I came to Ottawa. And the tribunal is still going on. Only Cindy the Sheep and I are watching as the government tries to stop the tribunal from being heard about the unfairness to First Nations kids. But when I look up, my hope comes to life. A group of high school students just walked in. I'm so happy. They've come to bear witness, which means to watch and listen and learn about what is going on so they can tell other people what is happening and let them know how can they, how they can help. The students invite others to come too, and soon the tribunal hearing room is so full of young people of all ages, And they give me lots of hugs and tell me what they're learning. Oh, isn't that spirit bear's favorite part? All the hugs and kids. All the hugs. And they even bring in cookies every once in a while. February 14th, 2012. Now it's Valentine's Day and the government is still trying to stop the tribunal from taking on the case. Some kids are inside a big courthouse watching the hearing. While hundreds of others are outside on Parliament Hill, reading the letters they wrote to the government of Canada for Have a Heart Day. The children are asking the government to make sure First Nations kids have a fair chance to grow up safely with their families, get a good education, be healthy, and feel proud of who they are. That sounds, Pam, like the things we want for all kids.
0: Yeah, all kids should be happy, healthy, safe with their families and enjoying their cultures. Yeah, absolutely, everybody.
1: On the days when the tribunal is not happening, Cindy and I visit people all across Canada. This was before COVID-19, so we were still okay. To tell them how First Nations kids are not treated equally. When people learn about what's going on, they want to help. I give out lots of hugs to thank them. February 2013. I have wonderful news. My sister Era Bear has come to live with me. Era tells me that learning about the unfair way Indigenous peoples have been treated and helping to fix it is called reconciliation. On her way to Ottawa, Era heard Indigenous grown-ups share sad stories about the way they were treated as children with a group called the Truth and Reconciliation Commission or TRC for short. The TRC has lots of calls of action to help us learn from the past and do all we can to honour and respect Indigenous peoples' rights, cultures and languages. And did you know there's over 50 Indigenous languages in
0: Canada? That's a lot of ways to say spirit, bear. Yes, and right on the very front page, we get to look at all of those different ways. Yeah,
1: and if you look at the
0: hearts above, those are different words for bear.
1: So, wakwa is from the Cree language, and that's a word for bear. Sus is from the carrier language, and that's a name for bear. And mascot that's another name for bear. All kinds of ways to say bear. That's awesome. So February 25th, 2013, after the years of the government trying to shut down the case, the tribunal has agreed that it can officially go ahead starting today. The hearing room is packed with First Nations and other people from all over Canada. And Cindy and I are excited to see that some of the kids who have been here before are back. And they have grown a lot Bigger since we last saw them. Holy. (laughs) The The hearing begins with an elder's prayer and children's song. And I sing and I dance along. October 24, 2014. The hearings, tribunal hearings are finally over. Now we have to wait for a decision. I don't like waiting. I get butterflies in my stomach. But the good memories of the children who held me, told me their stories, and dressed me up make me feel better. Plus, now I have more clothes than Cindy the sheep. And she loves fashion. And that's why Spirit Bear always looks so great is because children helped make uh, him all all of his clothing and gave him other special things. So January 26, 2016, the decision. I am very happy. After nine years, the tribunal said the government was discriminating. That means they're giving First Nations kids less because they are First Nations and ruled that the First Nations children must get proper funding for the help they need. Children are cheering and saying they will Keep working until the change actually happens. And that's really important, right? Because sometimes we say change is going to happen, but then it doesn't happen. So you got to kind of keep on it, right, Pam?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the hearing part all took nine years, but everybody just kept going and going and pushing for change.
1: Yeah, on May 10th, 2016, that's Spirit Bear's ninth birthday. You know what? May 10th is coming up, which means another birthday is coming up. Or Bear Day in the bear world. That's how you say it in, the, in bear, is Bear Day. <laughs> yeah. Cindy and I are celebrating with other children and grown-ups who bring their bears to daycare, school, and work to spread the word about Jordan's principle. And we call it, wait for it, Bear Witness Day.
0: Oh, that makes so much sense. And May 10th is coming up
1: again soon. Yeah, so we can all be a part of Bear Witness Day. And even it can be a Yeti Day or a Dinosaur Day or whatever you got at home, right? Yeah, exactly. August 1st, 2016. Cindy and I are at Norway House Cree Nation, where Jordan's family lives. For the Jordan's Principal Parade, every year children gather with their teddies to march in a parade to celebrate Jordan's principles. And because stuffies like me were Jordan's favorite toy. Isn't that exciting to have a parade, Pam? That is. And with toys. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Exactly. So this is all to say that making a change can be fun. And you know what? That's exactly what Jordan would have wanted. He wanted all of us to learn and to act in loving ways to create change. And you can do that by having your own parade at home. And you can even line up all your teddies so they make a parade. Maybe put them in different trucks or something and tow them around. Or if you got a a train, yeah. So, June 23rd, 2017. Wow. After 10 long years of learning about the mistreatment of First Nations kids and doing what I could to help, I'm getting an honorary barrister degree from Osgood Hall Law School for my courageous support and bearing witness through a long and difficult process of truth-telling and healing. That's actually what it says on the diploma. My mom says everyone at Carrier Secondary Tribal Council is very proud of me. And they hope all children and bear cubs work hard at school and help with reconciliation. Now, Pam, I heard something.
0: Aren't you a barrister too? I am a barrister. Not as cute as the barrister spirit bear, but I'm a barrister too. I went to law school. Yeah, which means that when you were younger, you worked really hard at school, even though sometimes it was hard, right? Yes, exactly. But I just kept going, like the kids in this story just kept going. Yeah, and you ask for help when you need it. And you know what?
1: Not all of us are good at all the subjects, but all of us are good at something special. And we just have to learn what that is and try hard at school. And then one day you can grow up to be a barrister or an artist or whatever and make a difference. So I'm super proud of all the children who stood up for fairness at the tribunal. By being there and by writing letters for Have a Heart Day, they gave strength to the cause. They were saying, we want the unfairness to stop. And don't forget, just because you're small doesn't mean you can't stand tall. After all, no one would think a bearer could be a barrister,
0: but here I am. That's so true. So kids of all backgrounds, tall, small, no matter where they live, no matter how old they are, they can all be warrior kids. Yeah. And you know what? You can
1: do something special and write your letters in the language you speak at home. Or if writing isn't your thing, you can color a picture or you can maybe even do a little bit of a video with your bear and send it off to a guy named the prime minister. That's a person who can make the decision to make the unfairness stop. Ask an adult. They'll know how to get a hold of them. The government is starting to listen and things are getting better. But many First Nations children still don't get other things kids have, like safe and comfy schools and clean drinking water. So let's join hands and paws and hooves and keep working together until every First Nations child is treated fairly. Remember... Every child matters. You matter. I just want to show you on the second page so that there's a picture of real spirit bear. Uh, we're in the COVID-19, so we're, he's hibernating for health at another person's house right now. But that's the way he looks. And you can see here at the bottom, here's the real Cindy the Sheep. And oh, you can see this really
0: close. She's wearing a leopard coat, just like uh. in the book. Oh my goodness. I need to look at this closer.
1: Oh my goodness,
0: she is.
1: (laughs) So I told you it's like based on a true story. Even Cindy is real, right? Cindy the sheep in her leopard coat. But all this to say, the most important thing to know about the story is that First Nations children don't get the help they need in the same way that other kids get. And that's not fair. But the kids of all kinds of kids have come together to write letters, to come to the hearings, to learn and to stand together to make sure that changes. And they've helped with Jordan's principle. And, you know, Pam, thanks to all those kids, those helpers, I'm going to say a big number, over 800,000. That is about just about half the population of Ottawa. Although that number of of services have gone out to First Nations kids because of this legal case and because of the children, wow. and it's still happening. So it's starting to
0: make a huge, huge, huge difference. Well, and so that's a good news story, even though it took a lot of work, even though it was hard, even though it took a really long time. And I bet you some people thought there's never going to be any change, but they just kept pushing and pushing. And there was a good change, a good outcome for First Nation kids. Yeah, there really was. And you know what, That's,
1: that should tell us that we can't quit. We got to keep going. Uh, so that, you know, every First Nations kid can turn on the water tap and get clean water. And that they learn to speak their own languages, like those 50 way, different ways to say Spirit Bear. And we can all... Uh, Be really happy when that time comes. But we're not there yet. So we have to keep trying. Keep sending letters.
0: Exactly. Well, Cindy, Wallalin, and that means thank you in Mi'kmaq for reading this really special story. And my favorite part is really the fact that Warrior Kids can be part of making positive change for people and making the world a better place for everybody.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Bear Witness Day is coming up. And so I know that you're going to put the where people can go and you can go online and read this book, but not just in French or in English for free. You can read it in Carrier and you can read it in Cree too. So you could learn how to say all of these different words in those four languages. And that's just a start. Spirit Bear's got other books and some of them are in different First Nations languages too.
0: Well, that's really exciting. And I think when we go on the website the, for the First Nations Child and Family Services under the Spirit Bear section, that's where you could actually download the book that we just read, parents, teachers, anybody who wants to download it and read it with Warrior Kids. Yeah. And there's coloring pages and searcher words and all kinds
1: of different things that you can do to learn more about the the story that's in this book. Cindy, I heard that you have another special surprise. Yeah, you know that amazing person who drew the pictures for Spirit Bear's book, Amanda Strong? Yeah. She has a whole Indigenous animation studio. Wow. So she's put this whole story in an animated film called Spirit Bear and Children Make History. So if uh, we're going to be showing it for Bear Witness Day, Uh, So just get a hold of us and we'll be able to send you the link so you can watch it from your home or your school for free. It's in what's called stop motion animation. And that means it's like puppets, like almost like real little mini bears. And then all the huckleberry fields and everything else are all handmade. Pam, do you know, I thought all this stuff was done by computer on animation. Mm. They hand built all the puppets and all the sets. It takes One whole day to make 13 seconds of animation. No way. And they made a whole movie? Made a whole movie. It's 23 minutes long. It tells the whole story that we just heard in the book. And it won a prize at the Vancouver International Film Festival. Yeah! So Spirit Bear is now a movie star. Yeah. And it's a fun thing. You can bring your Yeti or your dinosaur or your bear and you can all watch it together.
0: Oh, that's so exciting. I'm definitely going to do that. Have an online watching party. Yeah. And, you know, remember we talked about
1: Carrier Secondy? That's the mm. where Spirit Bear is from, his First Nation. Well, as part of the, the movie, we actually had children from that community, and they wrote Spirit Bear's theme song, and they're going to sing it for all of us in the film, too.
0: Oh, my goodness. And this all happens on May 10th? It all happens on May 10th, so everyone can be there because it's for free. Well, thank you again so much, Cindy. I know what I'm going to do right after this podcast. I'm going to go download this book and then read it with all of my warrior cousins. And I have a lot of cousins in my family.
1: That sounds great. And maybe you could teach the Yeti, too. Maybe you can listen to the Yeti. I bet the Yeti has a special language that we
0: haven't heard yet. Well, they do. And in fact, there's a different indigenous word for uh, what's known as a Yeti or Bigfoot or Sasquatch, all different names for them. And they have their own special stories. Ooh, that sounds (laughs) like a book. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It sounds like a book. Well, thank you so much again, Walalin. And thank you to all the warrior kids, all of the warrior parents and teachers and friends for listening to our podcast Listening to this amazing story in Spirit Bear and Children Make History because it's based on a true story. And don't forget to send me your artwork or your videos or your stories about what you're doing to help make a difference because that's how we all make the world a better place. And don't forget, you can check us out at www.warriorkidspodcast.com and on the podcast description and the video description, I'll post links to all of the things that we mentioned so that your parents and teachers and you can go straight to those information sources. Thanks again, Cindy and Spirit Bear and Huckleberry and oh, Mary way in the Mary. background. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cindy. Bye. Bye. Until next time. Later, Gators.